Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Hey, this is Christina Quinn. I'm the host of Try This, the Washington Post's new series of audio courses. The idea behind Try This is to become better functioning humans without having to comb the internet for countless hours. In our first course, we learned how to sleep better. Now, we're going to learn how to make our friendships stronger. I'll offer expert tips that are doable, and I'll keep it short. So let's do this. Classes in session. Find Try This from the Washington Post wherever you listen. Hey, it's Doug Gottlieb. You know, our trusted partner, TireRack.com, for fast, free shipping, free roadhouse protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of the best tires, like the highly consumer-rated Goodyear Assurance Weather Ready. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, suspension, just to name a few. Everything you need to elevate your drive, Simply go to TireRack.com slash sports. TireRack.com. That's the way tire buying should be. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Thanks for listening to the Doug Gottlieb Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday, 3 to 6 Eastern, 12 to 3 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Doug Gottlieb Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. An expanded version, and it's only fitting because we talk college football playoff expansion. Welcome in to Fox Sports Radio as today's show is brought to you by AutoZone. AutoZone has the free services you need to help you get back on the road like their free AutoZone Fix Finder service. With over 5,600 locations nationwide, AutoZone is here to help you save time and money with their free services. Getting the job done just got easier. Restrictions apply. Get in the zone. AutoZone. For as great as the weekend was for college football, it actually started out 
when word leaked on was it Wednesday, Aaron, when you and I were yeah. were on the air late in that show that university presidents were going to say, all right, we're going to deal with this ourselves. The board of managers for the college football playoff getting together saying we want to expand the playoff to 12 schools. And then with that recommendation being passed on Friday, it now goes down to the commissioners who have to figure out a way to make this 12-team bracket look. And I think on the on the surface, Aaron, that there is a lot of greatness and a lot of excitement that not only could we get a 12-team playoff, but also that this could be here as soon as 2024 as this board of managers doesn't want to miss out on the possible revenue increase that they could get by expanding the playoffs, what, $450 million that they could be missing out on? So there is urgency to get this done and get this done quickly. Yeah, it's interesting. We were on air, and you know, I I was less than enthused for for one pretty straightforward reason, and it was that my assumption was that now that we live in a world where the SEC and the Big Ten have more power than they've ever had before, like a year ago, they were trying to push through a twelve team playoff with five or six automatic bids. And so now that the Big Ten has even more power than they've ever had before, as well as the SEC, I said, well, when I heard about expansion, my assumption was naturally, well, this is going to be five SEC teams and four Big Ten teams and one or two teams everybody else is going to be left kind of picking up the scraps. So I bring it up because when I heard the details, I was okay with it. I do think it takes a little bit something away from the regular season. I do think there are unintended consequences that people aren't considering. But at least now knowing that the Pac-12 has a seat at the table, that the Big 12 in whatever its future form has a seat at the table, I'm a little bit better with it than uh, I was when we were on air because, again, I assumed at that point there were probably going to be no automatic bids and it was going to be a million SEC teams and a million Big Ten teams. And there are six automatic bids going to the conference champions. And then there are six at-large bids. This is this is the intriguing. And the, the at-large bids go to the next six highest remaining schools. And this is where, where, where it starts to get interesting. Because I think that there are a bunch of unintended consequences with this. That now that this is here, we have to figure out something and how it's going to play out. And I think that some of these things need to be addressed. And I'll just use this past weekend for it. Does this 12, you know, school playoff does it prohibit you from scheduling a game like utah did with florida or like georgia did with oregon or ohio state did with notre dame because the the reason i bring it out and i i we talked about this this weekend on fox sports radio and it's not meant to uh pick on michigan state i'm not picking on them i'm only using them as an example and i'm only using them as an example just because of this past weekend but if there comes down to a decision where you have two, say, eight and four schools, maybe a nine and three school, and you're trying to decipher, all right, who is this final at-large bid with the rankings? Does it behoove you to be Michigan State and who played Western Michigan this past weekend? Like, would that would that be an advantage for them over an Oregon who ended up playing a Georgia? And that's the thing that I, that that I wonder. And Michigan State's got Akron and Washington on their schedule um, as their non-conference opponents. But I'm just using them as the example of of a week one, or even a you know a Texas A&M playing Sam Houston State. Are they do they benefit for that game, whereas an Oregon or a Utah are penalized? 
And and like in a true like if this was selection show committee for college basketball, I think that there's a way to decipher it. And I hope that the committee takes this into consideration when they are figuring out who these six at large bids are and not just being like, all right, who's the best team? Because I do think that that could be an unintended consequence that you don't get these good games at the beginning of the year. Well, I think it could actually do the opposite. I think it could incentivize teams to take those games because, one, you're you're still going to have the automatic bid in your conference. Um, Two, I I think if you're not in the SEC or the Big Ten, I hate to say it because, you know, Pac-12, Big 12 fans are going to get mad. But beating a team from one of those conferences, when we know there's going to be this huge gap in, in revenue and everything, um, you know, it, it, it legitimizes you in some way. Like, I think that was what was so disappointing about the, the Utah loss that we talked about earlier. People can go back and listen on the podcast. But the, the most disappointing thing about the Utah loss was that even though Florida isn't great, I do think that win would have given them credibility all year if they went into an SEC stadium and got a win and it was close and they could have won. And I don't think people really, I don't think people feel fundamentally different about Utah today, but I do think it would give them, you know, some credit. But then three, the last, the last little point, and I'll get it back to you. I think you can argue one, especially for the the te- the conferences that aren't the Big Ten or the SEC, but even the Big Ten and the SEC. The one thing about the college basketball tournament is every single year we talk about strength of schedule. Did you challenge yourself? And so um, I'm not saying you know I, I don't know because Alabama has a million games scheduled against power conference teams in these next few years. So I'm not saying that Alabama is going to play Ohio State every single year or vice versa or whatever. Although I think they are scheduled in the future. I just I, I think that it probably does especially if you're not in the Big Ten not in the SEC it does incentivize you a little bit to play those games because of not only credibility but uh, obviously it's going to help with strength of schedule and all that but with saying that like yeah it benefits the Big 12 and Pac-12 to schedule those games but you you need those Big Ten and SEC schools to schedule it so they're half like so so yeah it does benefit it does benefit in Oregon in your case to play that game because you said they need it for a conference. But how are you going to get that game against that Big Ten school and SEC school when it doesn't necessarily help them? Well, and let me jump in really quick, is it could be exactly the scenario that we're in right now, Dan, something we brought up earlier, is you know I see a lot of Pac-12 teams and whoever go into SEC country to either play true road games or neutral site games, Oregon most notably, and Utah this weekend. I don't see very often... SEC teams leaving SEC country to play other teams. Uh, you know, there, there's some in the future. You know, LSU and U, uh, USC are playing in Vegas at some point in the next two or three years. Texas, I guess, is technically a Big 12 team, so Alabama's doing it this weekend. But I think to your point, I think the SEC and the Big Ten are going to know they hold the cards, and it's obviously going to be an advantageous situation where they say, hey, we'll play you, but you either got to come play us in a neutral in our territory or you got to come do uh, you know, a home game here yeah. and we're not going to return it, something like that. Losses just matter so much more in college football like they, they, because of the limited schedule. And, and the college basketball, yeah, you've you got 12 games. You know, yeah, well, kudos, you know, kudos to Michigan State for going and playing Duke and playing Kentucky and playing Gonzaga and, you know, and, 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 and all these schools in the non-conference and then going through the Big Ten because they can afford to. You can go, you can go 19 and 12. It's not a bit, you can go 18 and 14 and make the tournament because of that. I don't know how you do that in college football when you only have the three non-conference games. With the SEC wanting to expand to nine league games, and play, you know, I, I just, 
I think that that's in jeopardy. And then, then that goes to my next point. You talk about unintended consequences. Are you getting penalized for playing in your conference championship game? Yes, thank you. Why does no one talk about that? It drives me crazy. So I don't mean to cut you off. I have said this for years. If you're going to expand the playoff, you have to cancel conference championship games, and I don't think we're headed there. So continue, no. make the point, but thank you for bringing that up. It, it, would, it would be better for a school to be second place in their division to not have to play a game if you were similarly, similarly ranked with a team in the opposite division that has to play so, the better team in, uh, let, you know, in other divisions. Yeah, let me jump in. Perfect example last year, a team that we talked about earlier, the Iowa Hawkeyes just by happenstance um, would have to play an extra game last year or even Michigan. I mean, you know, Michigan, hey, here's your congratulations for beating Ohio State. Oh, you have to play an extra game that Ohio State doesn't play in, and Ohio State still gets into this this hypothetical twelve team playoff. Um, and then I think that opens up a whole other can of worms, right? What if Michigan loses to Iowa? Do, do, do you put Michigan behind? Do, do they get you know? Yeah. Forget the teams that are fighting to get in. What about those top seeds? Where again, you know, there's been years where Alabama's gotten into a four team playoff without even winning the SEC, and it's like so now you know you're going to move them ahead of somebody that they either lost to or won the division that they couldn't be in. So I am so with you on this, and nobody talks about it. I don't understand why this isn't a bigger talking point. And I think when we get closer, I think coaches are going to bring this up. Um, but it is a fascinating thought. It really is. Yeah, yeah. If if Iowa beats Michigan, and I know the game wasn't close last year, but in this hypothetical world, as as it is stated, the twelve highest ranked conference champions, Iowa would be the Big Ten champion. It's great. So point. now, so now Iowa gets in in being when when in a, in a normal world, even though they won the Big Ten title game, their division was one of the weakest in all of college footballs. But they get that spot in the Big Ten title game, and let's say they pull the upset. Now they've taken an automatic bid away from somebody else. That's like that doesn't point. that doesn't seem fair. It's I, I'm right with you. Like the the only conference championship game that really has seemed to matter lately is the SEC. I think at one point the Big Twelve seemed to matter and had more cachet to it. For as great as the Big Ten conference is, and as powerful as it is, I think that title game has really had some trouble in in gaining national like the divisions relevance. are so lopsided because you know yeah, you're never seeing exactly. the two best teams you know yes yes exactly and so that's been kind of a, a, a difficult road to kind of balance and I, I I think that that should go away and then the other part of this is I seen I, I saw a lot of this really benefits Notre Dame because now they don't have to join a league and they can schedule and still get one of the six at large berths but what this also tells me though that I don't think is a benefit to Notre Dame is again, if I'm reading this correctly, the four highest-ranked champions will be seeded one through four with a first-round bye. So Notre Dame has no opportunity to get a first-round bye in any case unless they join a league. Yeah, my only thought to that would be, but they, they're ducking a game that a Michigan, Ohio State, Alabama, Georgia are going to have to play in a conference championship, you know? Sure, but if you're the, if Notre Dame is undefeated, let's say they they're undefeated and they beat you know uh, every point. every schedule, they're number one in the country. They aren't getting one of the top four seeds in the buys. They would have to be the fifth seed under how this is being laid out, true. and that's something that I think would have to change. Or you'd have to say Notre Dame, all right, go join a league now because yep. 
I, I just I, I know people think it's a benefit because now there's six at-large bids for them to get. But if you're going to have to play every single game and not get the benefit of that first-round buy, I don't know how valuable it is. No, it's totally fair. And and what I was just going to say was I don't you know I I'm blanking on how the NBA playoff structure is now. But I remember there are years where you know a team would finish with the second or third best record in their conference, but because of the structure where the division winners were the automatic yeah. top four teams, and it's like. So why is this team this like the five seed? That makes no sense. And then you start to see it, and then I think that was corrected. Yes, um, and it, it was. was yeah. And so, you know, are we ever going to get to a world where Notre Dame is undefeated against a real schedule? I mean, maybe. I mean, they did they did it a few years ago, and so that would be interesting. I mean, I, I don't know that we'll ever get to a world where anybody, you know, where the consensus is that Notre Dame is clearly a top one or two team in the country. But it would be obviously a weird quirk if if it was clear, if everybody saw it, if, say, you know, Clemson wins the ACC and they're dominant and they're the number one or number two team in the country all year and they get smoked by Notre Dame and we're like, oh, Notre Dame is clearly the best or second best team in the country. Um, I'm not saying we ever get there, but it would be like a weird thing to be like, oh, but they have to play because of this weird quirk where you have to be a conference champion mm-hmm. to get a, a, a top four seed in a first round. But I would say that's obviously, by the way, it's designed to be only conference champions so that three SEC teams or two SEC teams don't get two of those top four seeds, but there's always, as we said, unintended consequences. Yes, yes. I think there's a lot still to sort out when it comes to the expanded college football playoff, and that's what the conference commissioners now are going to have to to deal with. He's Aaron Torres. I'm Dan Beyer. It's over at the U.S. Open. Francis Tiafo has upset second seed Rafael Nadal, so the American gets to the quarterfinals, uh, he's only made it to the quarterfinals in one previous Grand Slam event, but Rafael Nadal, the second seed, ousted. So uh, Francis Tiafo, with the uh, strong backing of the home crowd, uh, gets to the U.S. Open quarterfinals. Get Aaron on Twitter at Aaron underscore Torres. You can find me on Twitter at Dan Beyer on Fox. All right, it was a big, big weekend for us here on Fox Sports Radio as we launched a brand new Saturday morning college football show, and we're going to be launching a new one in the NFL coming up uh, later this week. Coming up next, we're going to dive into the betting world of college football and find out a way for you to make money as soon as tonight. That's next here on Fox Sports Radio. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it and travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel, it's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well known to Americans. And yet... 
there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. Job searching can be a lonely process. Endless searching, phone calls that go nowhere, applications that vanish. It's time for a better way to find a job. Express Employment Professionals is the local jobs expert you can trust, and they never charge a fee to help with your job search. Go to ExpressPros.com to find the office near you. Each year, tens of thousands of job seekers find work with help of Express Employment Professionals, and Express helps people find all kinds of jobs, from manual manufacturing to logistics to customer service to accounting and more getting an interview with express can be as easy as a phone call and with just one application with express employment professionals you're in the running for numerous opportunities in your community make your job search easier by letting the professionals at express be your talent agent to find you the right spot on a great team express employment professionals is your one connection for getting a job visit expresspros.com today Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to $1,500 again sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in Ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park that's 1-800-GAMBLER He's Aaron Torres. I'm Dan Byer. Glad to have you with us on this Labor Day, uh, getting set for one final week one game of the college football season. It's Georgia Tech and Clemson playing in Atlanta tonight. Today's show is brought to you by AutoZone. AutoZone has the free services you need to help you get back on the road like their free AutoZone Fix Finder service. With over 5,600 locations nationwide, AutoZone is here to help you save time and money with their free services. Getting the job done just got easier. Restrictions apply. Get in the zone. AutoZone. Joining us now is the lead betting analyst for PicksWise, and I sure hope you caught him Saturday morning alongside Brian No and Rich Orenberger. He's the co-host of Fox Sports Radio's Countdown to Kickoff, presented by BetMGM. Jared Smith joins the program. Jared, what's happening? Oh, man, what a fun weekend. And I guess it's really like the weekend never really ended because we're still <laughs> talking about college football games tonight, and it's Labor Day. Um, I'm excited to go back to a more traditional schedule this week where we just focus on one day, and we're really the back half of the week, and we can leave the Sundays and the Mondays to the NFL, right? Yeah, yeah, I, I am all for that as well. It has been a long weekend, and then next Saturday will be with us. Before you know it, you can catch Jared, Brian, and Rich Saturday mornings, 9 Eastern to noon Eastern time right here on Fox Sports Radio and find them on Twitter at Jared Lee Smith. But looking back 
Uh, it was a rough weekend for the Iowa Hawkeyes, even though they won their game against South Dakota State. This was one of the things that you saw coming from a mile away. Why did you think that the Hawkeyes, even though they won, could be in for a tight affair against South Dakota State? Well, it was really just the offensive line that, that stood out to me because when you think about Iowa's strength and you think about the things that they do well on offense, when they do manage down in competition, which let's be honest, I love South Dakota State and they're a fun team and they're an FCS powerhouse, et cetera, et cetera. But they're an obvious big gap between their talent and the talent on Iowa. And usually when Iowa is put in those situations, they rely on the running game and they use that running game to set up the pass and allow things to develop a little bit better. Well, when I looked at South Dakota State's front seven, which by the way is more like an FBS front seven than it is an FCS, and then I looked at Iowa's offensive line. Tyler Lindebaum leads. They obviously lost their top running back, Goodson, as well, went to the NFL. And they had four sophomores along the offensive line with just one senior. So I thought that they were going to struggle to establish that run. And when you take away that element to Iowa's offense, there isn't a whole lot with Petrus in the backfield. And there's not a lot of weapons for him to stretch the field vertically with. So I, I had a feeling that if the running game did prove to be problematic for Iowa, which obviously it was, then South Dakota State was going to be able to hang in this game. Jared, what'd you make of the uh, the the game Saturday night in the swamp? Were you as surprised, at least as I was? I can't speak for Dan, of not only Florida winning the game, but but kind of how they did it. They were kind of tough, as physical, uh, you know, kind of going toe for toe with Utah there. Yeah, so I'll be honest. I didn't think Utah played that poorly. I, I thought Utah played a very good game. The success rates certainly show that their offense was up to the task. The issue that they had was they had two drives inside the five that got zero points, and, and that obviously is going to cost you when you're on the road in the SEC. But I wouldn't say Utah played poorly. I was really impressed with how well Florida played. And when you talk about Anthony Richardson, I talked to some professional sharp, make, you know, some sharp college football betters in town this week, the manual adjustment on Florida's number because of Billy Napier maybe being ahead of schedule with this offense and with Anthony Richardson looking, frankly, like a Heisman candidate, folks, I think that was the bigger surprise. They made Utah's defense, which is not Utah's defensive last year. There's a little bit of a, of a let off there. Uh, you have Devin Lloyd goes to the NFL. They bring in Diabate, the, uh, the, the Florida you know, transfer, and he played well, but he was banged up a little bit throughout the game, and they've got some good – talent the secondary Clark Phillips has a chance to be the best corner in the Pac-12 they brought back the Pac-12 freshman of the year junior Tafuna in the middle I was impressed how well Florida moved it on that on that Utah front and and how well Anthony Richardson was be able, was able to carve up what I thought was a very good Utah defense I'm not downgrading Utah a whole lot after that loss in fact if you can get a better number on them to win the Pac-12 or if you can find a live in-season win total on them to clear eight and a half wins still I think it's a good a good bet but I was more impressed with how well Florida played, and I think that's going to be what I take with me to this week when they have a very tough matchup against Kentucky. Jared Smith, the lead betting analyst at PicksWise, and now our teammate here at Fox Sports Radio. Hear him every Saturday morning, 9 Eastern time, 6 a.m. Pacific, in our brand-new show with Brian Noe and Rich Ornberger. You found something with Alabama that you liked, and it cashed again this past weekend against Utah State. What did you find out about the Crimson Tide? Yeah, listen, Alabama's still going to have some problems up front, I think. Um, and that's going to be what derails them at some point. Like, if they are going to lose, and who knows, they might not. But if Alabama does lose at some point this season, 
I would be willing to bet the narrative of that game is pressure on, on, on Young, unable to get the ball out quickly, receiving talent just a hair worse than last year, running game with Jameer Gibbs never gets going, and then some fluky plays on offense able to get past that defense. That's going to be what does in Alabama. And, and I thought that we were going to get a bit of an upgrade there um, because they did bring in uh, new head uh, offensive line coach Eric Wolford, who used to coach with the 49ers, has done a great job uh, every stop he's been and that was the weakness for, for Alabama last year, and I thought Nick Saban was going to address that. It looks like there's still some problems up front for Alabama. That being said, Utah State obviously was not going to exploit those problems, and the number to keep a look at going forward with Alabama is the first half. It seems as though this is a team in Alabama that's well-prepared, obviously well-coached. They come out, they put a good 30 minutes together, and then they kind of realize there are bigger fish to fry in the season and things get downgraded, and then they go into a bit more conservative in the second half. If that's the narrative that continues to follow around the Crimson Tide all season, well, they're 22-7 and seven in the last two, and a, two years in a game covering in the first half. That's how you take advantage of Alabama's strength. It's hard to bet them for the full game. The numbers are pretty sharp. They're a team that obviously the bookmakers pay a close attention to because they're going to be a team that a lot of public bettors like to get in on every week. But in the first half, that's where the advantage has been. Um, we'll see what the number looks like. The first half numbers don't usually get posted till later in the week. So we'll see what we get this week with Texas. Obviously, another big three touchdown spread. Not interested in laying the full game, but I might be interested in laying it for the first half. Jared, just kind of quick general question. Um, obviously, week two's coming. It's not just for, for college football, but the NFL. How do you find that balance between, say, a Florida, say, a whoever that, that maybe looked better or a team that didn't look as good, finding that balance between all that preseason prep that you do uh, and not completely throwing it out the window, but also not completely disregarding what you saw in week one uh, as you start to look ahead to week two? Yeah, overreaction Monday is what we'll have next week with the NFL, and it's the biggest overreaction day of the season, I think, because you have these preconceived notions heading into the year, and then the curtain finally gets peeled back. How much do those match? How much were we wrong? I talked to some people, and and I I think it's mixed. I think it's personal preference, really, because some people I talk to spend weeks, months, doing their off-season prep, and they're maybe a little bit more stubborn to ditch it. The best professional gamblers I talk to are the most flexible. For example, one of them who I trust very much, more of an NFL guy, but after three weeks, he's willing to say, screw this, uh, I'm wrong, and, and, and pivot out of a certain number, make a manual adjustment on the ratings, whatever the situation may be. I think I'm probably right around that month, you know, month mark, three to four weeks, after the third data point, if I'm completely wrong on a team, that's when I'm willing to literally throw everything out. But in the NFL, I think it's a little bit different than college because the lines move more week to week in college than they do in the NFL. In the NFL, for the most part, the lines will maybe fluctuate by a point or two, but it's rare you see more than a three-point move in the NFL. In college football, three points are, you know, that's basically a few hours after the lines open because there's just a lot more unknowns in college football than there are in the NFL. So I think it depends sport to sport, gambler to gambler, and person to person. For me, college football, I'm a lot more willing to ditch things than I am with the NFL because in the NFL, I think we have a little better grasp of what we're seeing, especially with the personnel. All right, before we let you go, are we going to get a parlay every single week with you and Brian and Rich Saturday mornings on Fox Sports Radio? 
You will. This week I went 0-3 with it, so it can't get any worse. Hey, re- um, hey better that- <laughs> go 0-3 than 2-3. I'd, I'd rather miss all of them than you know, miss just one. Well, that's what I said. You can only lose a parlay once. You can't lose it a second yeah. or a third time. Yeah. So, so once, you get to, once you get that first loss, you're right. I would rather lose all other three. I, yeah, so I, I think the strategy tweak for me will be I didn't include any underdogs in the parlay last week. That will change going forward. Um, I've already got one this week. You want to throw out a little teaser. Keep an eye on that Georgia State line at home against UNC. I'm already seeing some buyback. And it's, again, classic spot fading. In college football, I'm much more apt to fade emotional wins because in the NFL, they're professionals. They shouldn't be emotional. They are sometimes, but less inclined to do so. In college football, North Carolina, after that game, 63-61 against App State, now you turn around and you have to face Georgia State, who, by the way, go look at the box score from Georgia State against South Carolina. They gassed the Gamecocks for 200 yards on the ground in that game. If they can run it for 200 on South Carolina in an SEC front, they're going to be able to run it on North Carolina. And you're catching over a touchdown at home with the Panthers. That's the line that I'd be curious about this week. I already locked in plus eight. I might bet the money line, too, once we get to Saturday morning. Get, get it in the parlay. Get him on Twitter, at Jared Lee Smith. Hear him every Saturday morning. Co-host of Fox Sports Radio's Countdown to Kickoff, presented by BetMGM, alongside Brian Noah and Rich Ornberger. Jared Smith, the leading betting analyst for PicksWise. Thanks, Jared. Love the knowledge. Can't wait to listen again Saturday. Appreciate it, Aaron Dan. Have a good one, guys. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific. All right, we got an AT Top 10 and a John Ramos Top 10. And to update, John's John's tweet that he sent last week tagging everybody except Monsi. John, how many likes did you get from the 10 programs that you submitted in that tweet? Uh, How many of those 10 programs liked your tweet? Uh, let me just take a quick look. Yes, I'm a looking quick, as well. You're here. also looking as well. I'm going to say, as I roll down past the thousands of tweets I do get daily. FSU football, FSU football, Alabama. Dan saying happy birthday. Um, Boy, a lot of stuff here. You want me to give my top ten really quick? Yeah, go ahead and okay. do that while we're looking for this. Yeah, I'll, I'll be quick because America. Yeah, I was going to say, America does want John Ramos' top ten, not mine. So I'll be quick, Dan. And Dan, I'll tell you, you know, it's tough. As we just said with Jared, how do you not overreact a little bit to week one? I try to give credit where it's due. I try not to punish too much. So let's get into it. Number 10, the USC Trojans, baby. 66 points. I don't care if it's against Rice, Dan. Three defensive touchdowns. They look awesome. Uh, Big win for Lincoln Riley debut. Number nine. We saw them last night. We heard from the voice of the Florida State Seminoles. They are number nine. Listen, you go into SEC country, you go into Louisiana, you beat LSU. we got to give you a little bit of credit there at number nine. Number eight, let's stay in the state. If Utah was by definition a top ten team coming into the year, Florida beats them. They deserve to be in the top ten. Don't know how the Gators finish the year, but they start the year after week one in the AT top ten. Nothing more prestigious. Number seven. Jim Harbaugh can't pick a quarterback, doesn't seem to matter. Michigan rolled over Colorado State. Again, like USC, got to give them credit for taking care of business as they should. Number six, the Notre Dame Fighting Irish. I didn't drop them. Uh, you know, you go to a horseshoe, you get a win. 
can't discredit them for losing a game that they were expected to lose, especially in a manner in which they did it. Probably a little bit more impressive than we expected. Number five, Ohio State. Uh, a little bit underwhelmed, but as we discussed earlier in the show, Dan, finished with you know five yards per carry. C.J. Stroud looked pretty good without his best wide receiver by the end of the night, and the defense stepped up. So Ohio State, number four. Uh, number five, excuse me. Number four, Chris Planks, Oklahoma Sooners. They rolled at home against UTEP. We'll see in two weeks when they go to Nebraska how they handle things. Number three. There's only two teams in America that haven't played so far. I'm going to put Clemson there for now. We will see if they are there by the end of the night. Number two, Alabama killed Utah State, although I do think there were some body blows. Never forget, Utah State played UConn in week one. Uh, obviously, Utah State came up very beat up out of, the, out of that game. That was probably why Alabama won so big. And finally, Georgia number one. I mean, when you win 49-3 to against a top 15 team, you are very much worthy of the number one spot in the AT top 10. That was a good-looking uniform game as well. Uh, even though Oregon didn't look good playing, the red, the green looked very Great. sharp. Great. Looks sharp, yes. There he is, Aaron Torres with the AT Top 10 in college football. Last week, John Ramos gave you his top 10 college football players he wants to see a game at. John, let's give uh, the uh, audience and all the listeners your top 10 okay. of college football schools you would want to play for. Right. This is not a top 10 of like Aaron just gave out. This is just no. my top 10 of who yeah. I'd like to play who you'd for. you want to suit up just right. after your uh, odd even or odd numbered birthday a few days ago. That's right. Who you'd want to suit up for? Number 10, the Auburn Tigers. Mm, War Eagle. Yeah, War Eagle. Number 9, the Oklahoma Sooners. Great choice. Number 8, the Nebraska Cornhuskers. Oh, Nebraska's turned it around under Scott Frost and John Ramos. Number (laughs) 7, the Volunteers of Tennessee. Mm Mm-hmm. Number eight, the Longhorns of Texas. Oh uh, wait, you went, I thought you went ten, nine, eight, seven, and so this would be six. Did I did I skip a number? Yes. No, yeah, yeah. Well, you <laughs> we went in reverse order. Like you went ten, nine, eight, seven, eight. <laughs> so, uh, so all right, okay, this is yeah. Going well, I also well, like just, these aren't geographically isolated. No, like no, no. Campuses you. Well, my three-year-old Jonah's better at numbers than I am so far. <laughs> so, okay, so seven was Tennessee, six Texas, five the Trojans of USC. Okay. Number four is the Wolverines of Michigan. Ugh. Great choice. Number three, the Buckeyes of the Ohio State. All right. Number two, the Hurricanes of Miami. Ooh, the smoke. <laughs> Run through the smoke. I like it. He just wants to be a part of the U. That's all. So John walks around the Fox Sports Radio hallways uh, repping the U. All right. And, and number one, the Fighting Irish of Notre Dame. Wow. <laughs> there it is. Uh, by the way, John got zero likes. It hit the under <laughs> from all of those stadiums, including Falcon Stadium. Yes, not even they would want to No, retreat. with their 51 followers, <laughs> couldn't even like his tweet. I did but, get six responses, three retweets, and 11 likes. But you're right, nothing from any of those programs. Oh, my goodness. There it is. You're... You should next time do the rankings in uh, Jenny's phone number, 867-53, and then really confuse everybody. (laughs) We don't have a zero. Uh, He's Aaron Torres. I'm Dan Beyer. This is the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio. Uh, Feel free to respond to either Aaron's or John's rankings. We'll wrap up this bad boy next here on Fox. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. 
Hey, this is Jason McIntyre. Join me every weekday morning on my podcast, Straight Fire with Jason McIntyre. This isn't your typical sports pod pushing the same tired narratives down your throat every day. Straight Fire gives you honest opinions on all the biggest sports headlines, accurate stats to help you win big at the sports book, and all the best guests. Do yourself a favor and listen to Straight Fire with Jason McIntyre on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. Job searching can be a lonely process. Endless searching, phone calls that go nowhere, applications that vanish. It's time for a better way to find a job. Express Employment Professionals is the local jobs expert you can trust, and they never charge a fee to help with your job search. Go to ExpressPros.com to find the office near you. Each year, tens of thousands of job seekers find work with help of Express Employment Professionals, and Express helps people find all kinds of jobs, from manual manufacturing to logistics to customer service to accounting and more getting an interview with express can be as easy as a phone call and with just one application with express employment professionals you're in the running for numerous opportunities in your community make your job search easier by letting the professionals at express be your talent agent to find you the right spot on a great team express employment professionals is your one connection for getting a job visit expresspros.com today Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER.
He's Aaron Torres. I'm Dan Bayer, an expanded edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show. Today is brought to you by AutoZone. AutoZone has the free services you need to help you get back on the road like their free AutoZone Fix Finder service. With over 5,600 locations nationwide, AutoZone is here to help you save time and money with their free services. Get the Getting the job done just got easier. Restrictions apply. Get in the zone. AutoZone. All right, so there is one left. Clemson tonight against Georgia Tech. I know you will be uh, front and center watching this game just because you love college football. Plus, you're really interested in this Clemson squad and and what Dabo's got and uh, DJ Uyunglele trying to uh, reemerge as a Heisman candidate, the top prospect that he was. You're really intrigued by this Clemson squad, aren't you? Well, I am for sure. And, uh, you know, I, I said when we were filling in the other day, I think it's the single most important position, their quarterback position, because you have a scenario where, uh, you know, Dabo, I mean, first of all, multiple first-round picks on the defense. I think I saw uh, an interview where Dabo Sweeney said he believes upwards of eight of his offensive linemen will eventually, a uh, defensive linemen, excuse me, will eventually get drafted. So that shows you what kind of defense that they have. But, you know, last year the offense was pretty bad, ranked at you know somewhere around 100 out of 130 teams in total offense. And it's worth noting, Georgia Tech was terrible, and Clemson put up I think you know 14 to 20 points somewhere in that neighborhood a year ago, and one of them came on a defensive touchdown. So you know, Dabo, I think it's interesting, but then also Dabo, it's not as though he's never been afraid to uh, make a quarterback change if he feels like the guy on the bench gives him a better tra- chance to win. I'm obviously referencing Trevor Lawrence replacing Hunter uh, Hunter Bryant. Why am I why am I blanking his name? Kelly Bryant. Um, so. You know, to me, that's why it's interesting because uh, you have an elite defense and you have a quarterback that everybody has questions about. I think by the end of the night, we get an answer one way or the other. I will say this, and I know it's a team that's won national titles and we can sour on teams quickly, but I I don't mind when Clemson is good. Like, it's different than when Alabama is good. And I think that I think Georgia being to that level that they are now and that, that you've talked about where they are at now – I think the Nick Saban Alabama presence allows us to not get sick of Georgia because maybe that's the school that we want them to knock off. But there is I I'm I'm fine with Clemson like being uh Clemson. Like I, I actually think it's it's I don't want to say it's good for college football because it's not what I mean. I just I don't I mean I may dislike them, but you know, like or, or a fan may dislike them, but I think them being nationally relevant is is good. I actually enjoy it. Where other teams you can sour on pretty quickly. I'm not that way with Clemson. I don't know why. I, I don't know if it's because you know they're you know maybe because it grew up in an era where they you know I don't remember their national championship and but it's you know it's different for me like you know if you know Miami is good again you know I'd sour on them or you know like it, it's if Nick Saban leaves Alabama I'd probably sour on Georgia I, I mean to be perfectly honest with you because I couldn't stand Florida after a while in the late 2000s but for some reason Clemson despite maybe you know their national titles and who they've knocked off I'm not I'm not a hater on Clemson well, the reason I like him, you know, I know Dabo's sort of become a lightning rod the last few years, and he said a lot of different things, uh, you know, football, non-football, whatever. I just like guys that are willing to speak their mind. and I, I think in our space, we have to be careful where we criticize, um, you know, everybody for not saying anything, and then they say anything, and we, we overanalyze every single word that comes out of their mouth. So I like that he says what's on his mind. I like that he doesn't back down. I think, you know, in this 
world that we live in, it's so easy to say something that that you know everyone knows is going to be controversial and then immediately apologize. So I like him. I also think he stayed kind of true to who he is. Like he just seems like uh, you know I I think it's kind of what you just said about Alabama. Like Dabo seems like a fun guy to play for uh, in a way that Nick Saban doesn't. And so I'm with you, Dan. Is that that I enjoy them. I have no fundamental issue with them. Uh, and I'm excited. I, I'm just also excited to see if they bounce back because obviously, um, you know, we're if they don't, then this is a program that's worth keeping an eye on in a negative way. But I'm fascinated to watch tonight. Today's show is brought to you by AutoZone. AutoZone is the free services you need to help you get back on the road like their free AutoZone Fix Finder service. With over 5,600 locations nationwide, AutoZone is here to help you save time and money with their free services. Getting the job done just got easier. Restrictions apply. Get in the zone. AutoZone. It's been a fun four hours hanging out with you, Aaron, on Labor Day. Thanks to Monty Bolaños at the news desk keeping us up to date, our executive producer, Ryan Bershinger, and our technical producer, the one and only John Ramos. A happy Labor Day to you, to all of you. Thanks so much for listening. For Aaron Torres, I'm Dan Beyer. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. <laughs> 